Hey yo. Hey, all right. What up? What up? What up, good people? And we're here with another day on the podcast. Um, the Don't Call Me Snickers podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We back. We ain't here. Where that name come from? (laughs) Um, I I, so it's actually a funny story. So we were looking up um, like names. And then, like, out of somewhere along the line, we're based, apparently. And so, what happened was, I, would, I just remember, like, people call me, like, oh, you milk chocolate, or oh, you dark chocolate, yeah. or oh, you, you a, um, what did I say? You a sweetie, huh? And, and then, mm. I, in my head, I'm like, just don't call me Snickers, bro. And that's... then, and, and then that's where it came from. And I was like, oh, so now that's a dope title. <laughs> but yeah. All right. I'm glad you're calling them out on their racism. Their blatant racism. <laughs> yeah, like, but it's cool, though. You know, we all we all together. You know, we're all just chilling. Have a good time. Yeah, but, um, yeah. yeah. So, uh, if my guest would like to introduce himself. Uh, it's Jalen, uh, aka I guess Waste of Work. If anybody knows me by that, probably not. Nobody knows me. Last <laughs> <laughs> okay. it's all good in the head. Yeah. So for our first, for our first um question that we're gonna start with, because uh, as as you all know, you know this isn't the first episode, so this you know this right now. But as you all know, you know I always ask questions, and we always discuss these things, different topics, such as pretty much anything, really. You know, government corruption. You know, um, homicides. You know, it all just depends. <laughs> it all depends. Mm-hmm. But we're also going to talk about anime, and that will be definitely um, another episode. <laughs> yeah. So let's start um, for our first question. Um, do you think it's fair? For men to take care of women, if they aren't officially aren't officially together, like men got to take care of themselves. Her. So, what do you, what do you think? That's 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 a lot. That's a lot to go into. Um, first of all, <laughs> uh, nobody owes you anything if you're not in a relationship, ever. Like. Nobody owes anyone anything. And it also comes down to like I mean, if if that's the kind of relationship you want to have with somebody where you're not necessarily getting exclusivity, but you're also giving them money, then that's the trade that you make. I mean, like every relationship is different. You guys have to make that up for yourselves. But um he's not entitled to give you anything and neither is she. If you're not in a relationship, even if you are in a relationship, it's you know, it's you guys' decision. So, no, I don't think that anyone's entitled to anything that you may own because you guys are. What I mean? What do you even call that when you're not in a relationship? But I guess you're just having sex, right? That's what you uh, call that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess like it's just talking, like the talking stage. That's what they call it. <laughs> no, if we talking, that's that's my wallet has nothing to do with the fact that we talking. We could talk about my wallet. Like, <laughs> what you t- like? Nah. But uh, yeah, that's, that's I guess all I have to say about that topic. I would argue that a man doesn't, you know, nowadays especially, it's not always the man's role to provide for uh, a woman in a relationship. That you know, even if they are dating. So, 
but that's a different topic. Yeah. How do you feel about it? Uh, well, personally, I agree because, well, to a degree, I don't feel like. I, I, well, I feel like men shouldn't have to be paying, um, just to get to know you, because. Mm-hmm. Uh, what brought this up in your head that I'm just supposed to give you money because we're. <laughs> it doesn't. It yeah. That's not how it works, but it's sadly though it does work like that sometimes because um I feel like because to give a girl money and y'all not even dating like she's not even claiming you for real like uh-huh. that's a no no sir that's a no no for me I don't feel like that should be happening at all and yeah. this could be just cause I'm high maybe I my honest self, but I really do feel as though like a lot of women feel like they're entitled to that type of stuff when they're clearly not. Yeah, and it's like a well, it's like also like a know your value sort sort of thing. It's like yeah. well, some women, um, you know, if you're like a ten out of ten, maybe you can get away with that. But if you're out here at like a six acting like somebody owes you for something just for looking at you, then you, you know, get a grip on reality. Because at the end of the day, certain people do have different advantages. You know, like, I'm not going to be able to walk down the street and pull any girl that I see. Taylor Lochner is. So, <laughs> you know, and that's you, you can treat people differently just based on how they look because that's how the dating market is. It's entirely superficial nowadays, uh, especially like in this generation. It's not like it wasn't always superficial, but it's even more situ- uh, superficial now. So people can get away with it. Certain people can't. You just have to know which one you are. And most of you, most people, like, in real life, not everybody's a 10, of course. Technically, only 10% of people can be a 10 if the yeah. if you're rating it right. So, <laughs> I, yeah. feel, I feel like I'm a good, I'm a good six. <laughs> most people rate themselves around, around a six or a seven. Even if, like, they're higher or lower, most people don't want to sound uh, like an asshole and rate themselves higher. And people who are lower don't want to bring down their self-esteem and rate themselves lower, so... Most people just inter- generally end up rating themselves about a six or a seven. Because mm-hmm. that's, I mean, that's a that that makes sense to me. On yeah. behalf, you, you know, you 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 know, I'm not a. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you yeah. Know, yeah. Posting, like you know, I don't I don't really care about materialistic things like that. You know, more recently, I cared more about like my appearance. Uh, appearance, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> stuff. But before I was like, man, I don't care what none of y'all talking about. <laughs> like, y'all, yeah, y'all don't, y'all not my mom, bro. Like, I don't, I don't care what y'all got going. Yeah. It's also I mean like you know we don't ha- you don't have to listen to anybody you know that's not your parent. like people this podcast could be out here giving advice and stuff and nobody has to listen to us even though we're, we're speaking like it's common sense so you know if you have a brain on your head you, you'll you'll make sense of it but you know no one can tell you what to do so <laughs> yeah, I guess except government they can take you to jail or whatever. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess next question. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Next question. Ah, oh, damn. Uh, yeah. Um, do you feel like single mothers should be celebrated on both Father's Day and Mother's Day? Uh, I think no. 
because we would look at this fact uh well first of all there's a mother's day all right so you know you guys a single mother is a mother nonetheless you know you don't get father's day just because you're a single mother that's not how that works you can't and then most single mothers let's be complete honesty are failures at their jobs like oh, most that- single mothers fail at raising their child properly and uh because like the mass majority of people in prison come from broken households. That's why they're there, you know? So if single yeah. mothers, if if you want to be celebrated, maybe step up, you know? It's also like, you know, you're not a father. Clearly that, clearly that role was missing in your son's life, whether it was your decision or not. And a lot of single mothers just choose to take their fathers out of their life simply because they don't have similar beliefs or they don't believe he provides enough, you know, like an active father should be an active father nonetheless. Just yeah. the fact that you two don't agree, that's nothing to do with your son. I mean, you're sacrificing time to be with him or whatever. Mm-hmm. So no, I don't believe that single mothers should be celebrated on father's day because they're not a mother. I don't believe that single fathers should be celebrated on mother's day. Cause you know, a father can't provide the things that a mother can. And, and the fathers that, uh, you know, cause like a, man that was raised in a very feminine way often doesn't get what he needs out of life. Like you have to, it's a balance. Everything is a balance. I think women need a certain amount of masculinity to get through life uh, properly. And I think men need a certain amount of femininity in certain situations to get through life in most situations. So you shouldn't be celebrated for costing your child what he needs to be an efficient and uh, I guess a well-balanced human being. But uh, how do you feel about it? We're going to start getting your opinions on some of these first. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I agree. I don't feel, I feel like there's certain things that a dad can't teach a a daughter and there's certain things a mom can't teach a son. Like, like there's, there's so many times where Mm -hmm. I've heard like single mothers be like, oh, you know, I deserve this and this isn't this. I'm like, for doing your job? Like, you're yeah. you want the kid. You act for the kid. You want I mean, if anything, if anything, I feel like you're, that kid is, that kid is sacrificing a lot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not really that kid's choice to have you as, because most kids, well, all kids, if they could choose to have a broken household or a full household, a working one, they'll choose to have both their parents. I like every time, you know, there's no situation where a child would choose to have one functioning parent over two functioning parents. It's not how that works. Yeah. So, you know, that is what it is. And it's, you know, if you don't like who you had a child with, then that's something you should have considered before you had a child. And, you know, you can't assume that you're going to do everything perfectly because at the end of the day, you're probably not, you know. Yeah. There's certain things that it's, you know, you're not going to be able to provide for him just because you're only one person and children are meant to be raised by not, not, not even just two people, but by everyone in the community. So, mm-hmm. yeah, nah, that, that's what's as real as it can be. Yeah, I know. Um, I know. I mean, of course, you know, it was, I don't know. I don't know. Cause I want to say nothing that it's just, oh, you're, yeah, this against women or whatever. Women, like women are great. <laughs> yeah. Like, like you know how I, I gotta solidify. Like women are great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. Like, it, like it, it makes me. Ooh, that's gonna. That's gonna <laughs> make me. Uh, I know. I forgot where I was going with that. I ain't gonna lie. To you. <laughs> no. <laughs> but it's Jake because here we're gonna go to the next thing. All right. <laughs> uh, 
So, um, so I got to look at my questions. How do you feel about the word pimp? The word what? Tim. Tim. I don't know. What does that mean? You don't know what simp means? Oh, simp. I thought you said Tim. Um, <laughs> I don't know. All right. Uh, okay. Simp. All right. Uh, how do I feel about the word simp? I believe that there is a certain category of people that the word simp was meant to describe, and it does its job. But I also believe that it's overused massively. Mm. So I, I I believe that, you know, uh, mm, the, the I, there's a definitely a balance because everything is nuanced and no full statement makes 100% sense. Just like you can't say all women are thoughts and all women are queens because neither is true. There are thoughts and there are queens. And, you know, a, a simp in layman's terms would be somebody who treats uh, a female average or lesser than as a queen when she's not doing that sort of behavior not representing those practices, you know, and you, that she just really doesn't deserve it. Uh, or a simp could just be someone who's just giving unrequited love in an, an overwhelming and kind of creepy way. So, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Because I've heard so, of me like a couple different things. And what are you, what are your definitions for it? Uh, well, I believe your definitions are right, but um, I know um, there was um, a definition. Where it was like, if it, if you think, I know one was like, if you treat women nice like at all, then you're mm. and no, that, no, no, no. I find that to be stupid. Yeah, no, that's that's not what I believe a, a simp is in any regards, and I believe I believe that uh, you know, everybody deserves decency. Jesus, <laughs> like it doesn't come down to <laughs> what sex you are, whether or not you deserve to be decent to one another. And uh, I mean, any guy that treats a woman that like trash because he doesn't want to be called a simp is just a child. Yes, yeah. that's, that's garbage. You're you're a trash human being, and you probably deserve to be called much worse than a simp for doing that. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, yeah, I, no. know, I mean, uh, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say you you should treat people based off of uh, who they are as a person and relative to your beliefs, and not their gender, not their you know what they look like. Because a lot of people, I mean, pretty people have it, frankly, too easy in this world. We don't need more people praising them, you know? (laughs) And I know um, the whole overgeneralizing thing is um, really strong. (laughs) Because I know, like, I know women that say kill all men. and, Mm -hmm. And they're like, they like, they really mean it. And I'm just sitting here like, okay, that's not all. But they like they they love to be like oh no men do this men do that men also behave like this men ain't this and I'm like you is overgeneralizing about the people that you have met like like oh like oh all men cheat uh, or like not even the people that they've met but like the people that like they they'll hear anecdotal stories and be like all men no that's not this is. We don't say all women when we talk about the trash of women because, I mean, there are trash women because women are human beings and so are men, you know? That's not an argument. That's just how it is. And I don't know what, why it's so difficult to accept that, you know? That some people are trash has nothing to do with sex you were born as. Yeah. So, uh, just, you know, treat people the way they, you know... <laughs> They deserve to be treated not based off their gender, you know? Jesus. <laughs> yeah. But um, 
I do feel a certain way about the about the the all men are trash thing because it's like I mean, obviously that's a very uh, late, pretty pretty recent fourth wave feminism feminism like argument or whatever the all men is trash bullshit and you know uh, that's I, I feel a certain way about the statement I also feel a certain way about the word trash because the word trash is literally like you're writing someone off and I I firmly do not believe that anyone on this planet Earth is just trash because that means to to be trash is to be irredeemable to be trash is to be tossed away to be thrown out to be uh, like there's no chance of redemption for trash that's not how trash works like you don't like if you want to call somebody recycling like paper or whatever whatever that's a second chance but the trash <laughs> just gets put in the middle of the ocean and forgotten about that's where trash goes so i don't think anybody is trash i don't think anybody really necessarily deserves to be called trash uh well unless they're you know, there, I guess there are certain crimes that are pretty trashy, but even then, I'm condemning the action, not the person, because yeah. the action is is what, at the end of the day, is the problem, not the person. So, yeah. and you know, some people, it's all nurture and nature. You know, some people would not be necessarily considered trash people if they were raised in different environments. You know, the majority of convicts, as I said, are raised in broken homes. Does that make them trash? No, it makes them unlucky. You know, we we weren't all born in middle class houses with two parents that love us. And this that's not excusing their actions. No, not at all. But that's saying that you should treat people as if they are human. You know, humans make mistakes. You've made mistakes. We've all made mistakes. And those mistakes aren't necessarily just because we want to make those mistakes. Sometimes it's how we were raised. And sometimes yep. it's mental illness. And people do things for different reasons. So, yeah, yeah, I, I know, uh, huh? Yeah, go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say yeah. Um, a lot of a lot of criminals just are like just mentally sick. Yeah, undiagnosed, like, especially because they come from poor uh, homes. Exactly, and so whenever you, whenever they, like, I kind of know that happens in school a lot too, because like they don't get um, diagnosed, so teachers don't be knowing. So the, be thinking like, oh, this nigga right here, he's just angry and stupid for no reason. Like, no, yeah. he probably has autism, or he's probably just um has another mental illness. So there's, and there's I think, should... huh? You go, you go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nah, I was gonna say like this should not be um such a such a like uh, like like you said like like unredeemable. Yeah, like, there's some things where it's just like, okay, yeah, they did this, but they're trying their best. Yeah, and you should not be quick to call an entire half the human species, uh, like our men. You should not be quick to write off fifty percent of the human species as if we oh, did God. something wrong. <laughs> like, I mean, like, I mean, the, the, I know the majority of like feminism feminists don't believe that all men are trash, and I'm not saying that they do. I'm just saying that. Often what makes it into the headlines are the most uh, outrageous and outlandish beliefs. And so we see all men are trash on Twitter more than anywhere because that's where people go to spread their toxic beliefs, you know. And imagine what that does to a man's psyche who's, you know, first thing he wakes up in the morning is he sees all men are trash trending on Twitter. Like, what is that? Like, what is that? What am I supposed to believe about myself? You know, like, yeah. am I supposed to be what, what am I supposed to do to fix how you think I am? Because I don't know you. I can't persuade you to because anything that I do, you're going to write me off and be like, 
I'm either no, I'm just yeah, look, or I'm hiding my beliefs, but and I'm just trying to convince you of otherwise, even even if I am like actual trash, or you're gonna say that I'm an exception to the rule, and if I'm an exception, then that means like. 85% of the people you're talking about are also exceptions. And if there's 85% of the people you're grueling in your rule are exceptions, that means your rule is shit. Because it's <laughs> the point of an exception. <laughs> you know? And so uh, that's just kind of uh, how I think about the whole situation. And I think that uh, if, if women are trash or trending on Twitter, that'd be an entirely different conversation. We'd be having what? like a, that'd be hate speech, you know? That was, <laughs> is strong, bro. <laughs> yeah, definitely be hate speech if that was a thing. So, because you you don't see men out here being like, oh yeah, all women are trash. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, or all women need to die. Like death to all women. You don't hear us doing that. Yeah, <laughs> no. And the like, there's, you know, like, huh? I mean, I'm, there's definitely groups of men who do believe that, but the 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 majority of them are. For one, it's way smaller. Of yeah. So, like, I'm not going to say... I think that the uh, percentage of women who genuinely believe all men are trash and the percentage of women um, of men that genuinely believe all women are trash, I think they're probably really close to each other. But I think that women get away with being much more vocal with their toxic beliefs than men do. And so a man who genuinely believes that would never get away with saying it versus mm-hmm. a woman who genuinely believes that would get away with saying it all day. And she'd even be, like, trending, like, yes, queen, you do you, these men are garbage, you know, like, and then some men will back her up, like, oh, yeah, we're trash, because, like, they want to be included in this fourth wave feminine bullshit, they don't want to be left out, and it's like... (laughs) There's a lot of what? Captain Savahoes, do you know who those guys are? Yeah, 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 basically white knights. Yeah. Yeah, So they just just love, they just love that jazz, man. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> which is like you know, know you you do you, but you're you're holding back the rest of us if you just believe these things for no reason. So yeah. So uh, I guess was uh, did you express your opinion on that one? Yeah, I did. Um, All right. So our next question. Yep. You go first on this one. Yeah. Um, do you feel like different? Do you feel like women in our generation are different from the generation in my like my dad's generation? Oh yeah, ten out of ten. Yeah, I feel like uh, women have um, evolved, and in some ways, not the best because there's so much anger and like, pettiness in general between. Um, men and women, and it's not even necessarily like just straight on the men. There's a lot of women that like are just petty for no reason. Mm. So, but the difference between the women in, in my dad's generation and and ours is women respected the men. Like they weren't out doing the most and just being disrespectful for no reason. They're they're respectful. They were not, they they didn't go out of their way to to like just trash like men's name or anything. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, you, uh, I guess my response to that is uh, it's definitely a, a big fat yes. 
because that's what we refer to like, well, maybe not, maybe not even your dad's generation, because I, I believe that your dad's generation was the start of this whole force feminism bullshit, you know? So like, there was definitely more traditional women in that time, but that's about the time that it started. And so like going back to our grandparents' generation, when I say uh, traditional women, I mean a woman who, I mean a woman, like, cause there's definitely good and bad things. Uh, I start off with some of the, you know, bad things is that, uh, Women traditionally in that time were about like they were allowed less choice in what they did, uh, based off yeah. of like gender roles and things like that. And I don't necessarily believe gender roles are a good thing, I don't believe they're a bad thing either, but I'll get into that in a second. Uh, another bad thing about that time is that uh, women were you know they, they had less rights, you, you couldn't do some things, uh, depending on how old your grandparents are. I'm talking about like you know, 80 maybe up to like a hundred years ago, there were certain things you just couldn't do, you know, uh, both socially and by law, you were not allowed to do them. And so that's definitely not what I'm talking about as being a good thing. But when I say there are good things about that time, about traditional women, I mean that a woman had respect for a man. Yeah. And uh, women were, they were generally a lot less, uh, I don't want to say hoish, but that's what I mean. Hoish. I mean, <laughs> I mean uh, because uh, a lot of things are caused by uh, we have an over influence, or I guess an over influx of vagina out in the market nowadays. <laughs> I, I honestly, because please, please explain, please explain. <laughs> yeah, back in our grandfather's times he had to work for his vagina. He had to get married for his vagina, you know? And that was like the, he woke up when he's like, you know, I guess back then he would have been like 15, like, oh man, I gotta get a job. I gotta take care of a family. I gotta have this family mindset. I gotta, I gotta provide for my own. And then uh, that, that drive just isn't, isn't there anymore for most guys. They don't, they don't think, they don't wake up thinking about raising a family. They wake up thinking about, you know, who they can smash next because women aren't necessarily waiting until that's a, I'm sorry, my, my, uh, <laughs> they're not waiting to, or at least they're not, you know, they're giving it away. You should make, it shouldn't be free, you know? Yeah. If, if you have self-respect, at least, I'm not saying you'd have to wait till marriage to be a, a traditional woman necessarily, but I'm saying uh, body counts upwards of like four or five when you're like mid-twenties. And this is the generation, like, you, you can do whatever you want to. Yes, you can. And I think that it's, you should have the right to do whatever you want to, but um, legally anyways. But I think that being shamed isn't necessarily a bad thing. Because that's what the church did back in those days. Like, the word got around that you were being a hoe or sleeping in a bed with somebody who's not your husband. You were shamed for it. And I think that that's not necessarily a bad thing. I think that kept a lot of people in check. I think that it kept young people from having less uh, pregnancies when they were 16 years old. I think that it kept, um, I, it definitely kept our poverty rates in check because, you know, if you weren't, if you spent all day in the house uh, as a man, especially, you know, that word got around and, and then now your elders are calling you uh, all sorts of names. You, you, I mean, you're lazy, you have no drive, you know, it's just, that's just how it is. Um, so you were ashamed into acting correctly even when necessarily maybe you didn't wake up in the morning with that drive but what got what what motivated you was the fact that you'd be an outcast and i don't yeah. i think that's it's a necessary evil especially for human beings who are going to do human things you know we like we none of us are perfect not, not all of us wake up with that drive in the morning like damn i gotta do better than yesterday um some of us it's hard 
some of us, you know, especially in this generation, we have we have we have mental issues. It goes more diagnosed, and so people it's more aware about it. But I'm certain it's already it's always existed, and it's been harder for certain people of all time. The reason that a lot of people got through that was because they knew what it was. They knew what it felt like to be an outcast. You know, their parents may have treated them differently had they not woke, waking up in the morning with a drive to do better than they did yesterday. You know, or the, if they slept with a man and got caught. They would be shamed, and maybe, maybe the the shame was, I think, as far as it go, like you know, some people were abused for that kind of stuff, and I don't think that's necessarily uh, the right way to go about it. I don't think abuse is the answer here, but um, I definitely think that the the shame aspect of it has some value, you know, because mm-hmm. it keeps people in check. And if you don't have traditions or morals, because that's what it was, it was morals, and people don't want to call it morals nowadays because that's morals are different and you're allowed to do different things. But at the end of the day, what the restrictions we had on our children uh, or that they had on their children, it was their morality. You know, that was their guidebook through life that, you know, if you do these things, you know, you'll make it. And that's what they they just wanted the best for their children. So now that we've gotten rid of some of those limitations, I'm getting back to the point where I was like, there's too much pussy in the market. Dudes don't have to work for it. Yeah. Um, so we can treat you however we want to and get away with it. And you can make uh, whatever list of demands that you want to. And, but like, at the end of the day, you're like, women are the one fucking it up for themselves. Cause their bodies are all over Instagram. What does it do to treat you right for? If I can see a half naked pics on Instagram anytime I want to, and it's not even, it's not even some women that do it. It's the majority. <laughs> like, um, and... Yeah, I, I went off on a tangent. But um, what was the original <laughs> question so I could wrap this whole thing up? These are all the original questions. Yeah, I need, I need, I need to wrap this whole thing up. <laughs> uh, do you think women in our time are different from the time of our fathers, okay. our parents? Yes. And the reason why is because uh, people in this generation are not shamed enough. And I, I'm going to get some really controversial, controversial shit. Uh, free. Shame, shame was what kept, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say it. Shame is what kept gay people behind the sheets. And I'm not saying like, <laughs> that kept them behind, it kept them behind closed doors. I'm not saying that's right. I'm saying that's one of the side effects. I'm also saying that it kept people from being overweight. You were shamed for being overweight. And now body shame is a thing. It's like, no, you're not allowed to body shame me because I'm overweight. And it's like, yeah, uh, well, yeah, well, uh, I think in a, in a way you should be shamed for that. You're cutting your own life short. You have no self-control. You know, uh, if you love somebody, you're not going to treat your body with the same disregard that you do everything else. Because I think it kept a lot of people from going at like women back in, uh, I guess, 1800s, early 1900s. They were like those uh, corsets or whatever. They would try to get their figures right and they would eat, uh, you know, Whatever, I don't know. They probably did very strict diets, but that was because they didn't want to be shamed into being something that other people did not allow. And I think that kept people healthy for longer. And I think it also it had, a, had a lot to do with um, uh, morality. Because when you, when you say that, when you have these laws, these guidebooks, social guidebooks for such a long time, and then you start reneging on some of that stuff, it's like, okay, now it's okay to be able to wait. We're not allowed to shame you for that. Now it's okay to be gay. We're not allowed to shame you for that. Not saying that that should have been never been like, you know, love who you want to love. I'm not saying that part was right. I'm saying that when you start taking away restrictions from people, like rules that 
used to be there. Now people get a lot more confident in doing whatever the fuck they want to. And so, you know, uh, women feel that it's okay that, you know, uh, anybody can see whatever pictures of them they want to at, at any time. And they think that there's no consequence to that. And, and, and there is, <laughs> there definitely is. Cause I mean, um, a lot of men aren't just going to, they're not going to treat you with the respect that you want them to. Mm-hmm. They're not, especially if you have a high body count, you think, you think you're going to find a, uh, I guess, what is it called? A high priority man or a man who has his shit together. If you, if out yeah, like, cause I was hmm? going to say funny because I already know, like there's, there's going to be a woman in, and probably in the comments talking about, Oh, you know, he doesn't love women or he's just saying this because he doesn't know what he's talking about. This time. The I mean, I'm, I'm expecting that, honestly. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm expecting that, honestly. Yeah, and, and I'm actually okay with it because when you really think about it, he's spitting facts. Like, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, if he, I mean, of course, you know, some of it's opinionated, but majority of it is facts. Like, there's, there should be there should be more restrictions. Like, like, like when I when I got bullied for being fat, I, I got skinny, and then I stopped mm-hmm. being bullied for being fat, and then I got fat because I'm fat right now. So like, <laughs> you're here to bully me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on one hand, like you should you shouldn't need to be bullied to do right or to take care of yourself, but it keeps a lot. Well, I mean, uh, people. A lot of people who don't have that that drive to just be them, you know, be their best selves all the time, and don't feel like they they need to necessarily do that. Uh, that 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 keeps a lot more people healthy than just it being your choice. Especially lying through media and saying that there's no health side effects to being overweight, you know, and acting like because I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be straight with you, Jamal. Heart disease and diabetes it kills a lot of our black men, our, our grandfathers and stuff, we die around 60. Like, we're supposed to live until 80, and that's because we're not eating right, you know? Yeah. Especially black people, because, uh, I mean, gluttony's a sin, too, and that's we don't talk about that in church, because half our women in the church are fat, or overweight, and about 35% of our men are, too. Mm-hmm. So... Well, were we discussing it, and you were saying something about, like, how the preacher doesn't preach about gluttony, He'll yeah. preach about other things. Yeah. He'll he preach about homosexuality. He'll preach about lying. He'll preach about um, you know, uh, the Ten Commandments, but he won't tell you that one of the seven deadly sins is I mean, he'll say it, but he won't he won't enforce it, you know. And it's because yeah. it's it's looked at as being hateful if because of gluttony is one of the things that you can see. It's one of the first things you can notice about somebody. It's one of the it's one of the, the lies or one of the sins you wear on your skin every day. You can't escape it. If you're if you're a glutton, it's we're gonna know unless you have like a super crazy fast metabolism like if you're super lucky or whatever but yeah yeah if you're overeating every day um we're gonna know and so people just people got i guess people got tired of their business being out there like that you know because you can see a lot of you can see self-control you can see discipline you can see uh how much somebody cares about the people that that they love and that love them by looking at their body and like you know seeing how much they eat you know that that's indicative of those things so uh, it's it's become uh taboo to point that out about somebody even in goodwill because it's just it's not okay you know 
It's offensive. <laughs> and the point is to be offensive. You're not supposed to be okay with the fact that you're overweight. That's not the point. <laughs> and and I've asked this question on my other on one of my other uh, episodes. But do you feel like people are too sensitive now? Yeah, definitely. I feel like people. I feel like. I mean, people have always been sensitive, especially in America, because, uh, like, you know, America was founded on you're only as right as you can defend yourself. So, like, if you had opinion that was uh, atypical in the 1500s, you often got shot. And the only way that that atypical opinion made it out of your circle is if you could defend yourself from getting killed before it could, you know? (laughs) And so we've always been, like, uh, um, type to shame people for freedom of speech, but I think everybody should be allowed to say whatever it is that they want to. I think freedom of speech is, it's not, it shouldn't be an American right, it should be a human right. Yeah. So, yeah. I... <sighs> Go ahead. No, I'll just say I agree. Yeah. Um. So I guess that's, that's pretty much, yes, women are different than they used to be, and for the reasons that I went into, I hope it wasn't uh, just a tangent. I hope it came out in a sense that somebody could make sense of it, but <laughs> maybe it uh-huh. didn't, maybe it did. <laughs> All right, uh, next question, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I'm, I might ask, because seeing as uh, you're the way you are, I, I might actually re-ask some of these questions. Um... I'm go back over it. Uh, how do you think the Twitter affected our society? Uh, well, the uh, it's, what's the, it's the internet, and then it's Twitter, which is the platform the majority of people use. Mm-hmm. And so, on the internet, you get a lot of influx of information, and what catches the most uh, eyes is negative things. And so, that anything anything negative happens, it's the first thing a lot of people see in the morning, you know, and yeah. you wake up, you wake up to negative things, negative thoughts. It gives you negative thoughts throughout the day. And then that just, you know, people just aren't as happy. Uh, that's, that's the internet in general. Now, Twitter specifically, it limits the amount of characters you can use. And it's, it's not enough for a human to properly express themselves in most situations that require nuance and intricacies. I can't tell you, uh, I can't, tell you the ins and outs of a political debate expressing both sides and however many characters they give you like whatever i don't i don't use twitter i know they limit the characters i just sometimes it requires more than a a 10 second statement you know and so people end up often expressing things like hot takes um one-sided arguments and not yeah that's that's how it usually is and that's that's twitter's fault it's just the nature of the platform but um, yeah, I think Twitter specifically has changed because it's the majority. It's the platform that a lot of our adults or young adults use to communicate, and now a lot of our older adults are using and stuff like that. And because it's the most popular platform, it's got the most negative information. It's got the most communities on it. You know, that's where yeah. the spreading of ideas happens. It's where you know uh, now basically morality and politics come from Twitter, like. I wouldn't know about this whole LGBTQ thing and the rights that they have if not for Twitter. Because yeah. they're not talking about that on the daily news. There's no there's where where else do you go to find out about that kind of stuff? Like if you're not connected to the internet, you don't know that gays have rights. 
basically. You, well, you know that they <laughs> like. <laughs> or you don't. Okay, if you're not connected to the internet, the only thing you, the only thing that you know is that they're legally allowed to be married now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that like th- that's where our laws, basically our moral laws, was which is not like an actual like government laws, but like the laws that people are gonna hold you to when you're outside of the house talking like that. You know, you can't say anything you want to. These are our morality laws, and they come from Twitter now. You know, so I yeah. think it's it's honestly quite terrible that we're getting uh, the our belief systems from however many limited characters they give you. You know, do you have many characters they give you? I think it's like one forty, one twenty five. Yeah, can you, and can you express the nuance behind a situation? One hundred twenty five characters. I sure couldn't, because <laughs> no argument's entirely one sided. So. <laughs> I've even tried to go on Twitter to like, you know, see what all the rave is about. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just depressing. I don't even <laughs> like why yeah. like I deleted the whole thing. Like like as you know, like I've deleted like all my social media because like just hearing people talk about stuff they know nothing about and mm-hmm. just like, all and all the beliefs, like, oh, you know, you should do this, like, oh no, you can't do that, you know, you should only be able to do this. Yeah. It's just like in, in my head, I'm like, is it that deep, bro? So, like... Twitter is the platform that that prioritizes the popular, and so uh, actors have a lot of pull on Twitter. And do you think uh, actors basically like what they believe? Um, since they can get their word out to the most people, that ends up changing what uh, the public believes, right? And do you think that a, a an actor is the right person to make moral uh, calls on certain things? No, I don't believe that. I I believe that the people there are people that are educated in morality and um what's what's that called um uh ethics. You know, yeah. there people on Twitter they're not experts in ethics and how to be the best person you necessarily can. That's not how they're just expressing their opinion and they're reaching the most people because they have pool and I you know these aren't necessarily the most educated people on the planet and so we're pushing ourselves down a drain (laughs) (laughs) or screwing ourselves and you know but these these are the rules these are the laws you know like i can't necessarily go outside of i can't do my own thing without being hateful you know if i don't want to subscribe to what a certain actor says on twitter you know this this is okay and this is what's right then now it's hate speech yeah you know so and I, and I feel like sharing your opinion like gets a lot of people angry, <laughs> yeah, especially if it's not an opinion that you know doesn't just reinforce what they say. Because the Twitter is just an echo chamber, anyways. Somebody yeah. comes out with something, and then the popular people think it's a good idea, and then once the popular people say it, then they want all that you're allowed to say is what things that agree with the popular people, you know? Yeah. Or or it's hate speech now. <laughs> I know I, I've been called what homophobic because I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't I wouldn't date a trans person. Mm-hmm. No, no, not that one. But yeah, I, I've been called transphobic too. Like you know, I, like like I said, I'm open minded, but would I want to? Not really. And do you know that ninety percent of males wouldn't prefer to date a trans person? But platforms like Twitter make it seem like the the majority of men are you know, the worst of the worst when that's just how it is. Like, (laughs) like, and and you're shamed for being the part of the majority, you know, like it's if, okay. Like if I, if I was a person and I'm supposed to respect your rights to date 
guys, girls, and everything in between, why can't you respect my rights to date just girls? People yeah. who have only always been girls. If I'm supposed to be okay with seeing, uh, you know, uh, gay people kissing on my television, why is it all of a sudden a problem when I want to kiss my girlfriend? Or like, you know, not necessarily that, but like, why is it necessarily a problem when I'm saying like, I only want to be with women who have always been women, you know, when you want to be with men who've always been men. <laughs> yeah. And I've known like some people just, they don't, they don't listen, bro. Like <laughs> they be, they, they be so stuck in their world that they don't want to listen to any at the other side. They mm-hmm. don't want to be um, patient enough to just like, you know, just give it a chance. You yeah. know, to see what the person thinks. People have this idea that the old way, the traditional way, is this evil thing. But no, that's that's what's kept that's that's what's kept us moral for the past like however many centuries. We're mm-hmm. still alive and we still function as a society because of these ideas. So uh, clearly, there's something right about them. Clearly, something worked out, you know. <laughs> and this this political fallout we're having where half of you believe this thing and half of you believe the like you know um and we're all having to be basically be forced to accept these things socially when that's never how it's been before you know mm-hmm. uh that's it's because of this it's because of places like twitter who spread the ideas of the popular yeah and so. i know a lot of people believe like if you don't agree with them then they have to hate you like if mm. you don't me, that's cool, bro. Like, you're not me. We're two totally different people. So we're going to believe two totally different things. So mm-hmm. why would I feel like... I don't know. People are just really hateful, man. <laughs> yep. But no, and they don't have a good reason to be hateful. Like, like they, just, they just listen to what their parents are. Like, especially when it comes to racism. Um, They only... uh, What they do is... Uh, they'll only listen to what their parents say. They won't go to an actual black person and say, hey, do y'all do this? <laughs> <laughs> like, do y'all, is this true? Because I, yeah. I know white people and believe, and believe me, some white people still believe that, that black people have tails. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've never even that. heard of that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Black people really don't believe that shit. <laughs> like... That's like, wild. Uh, my professor, uh, she was telling me a story about how, like, um, her one of her coworkers' daughters was trying to feel her butt or whatever, and then what? she like turned around to her mom and said, "Mom, where's her tail?" And I was <gasps> like, "Oh no!" And then, and and like they're teaching this hate stuff to these kids, and it's like, bro, you're you're setting them up for failure. Like mm-hmm. you're you're feeding them a lie, like and you know it, you know it's a lie, and they're just like, well, no, because you guys do this, and it's like, yeah. Now I do want to say that on the other side of the coin, black people do, or sorry, that some black people do teach their kids to automatically hate white people. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's fair because that goes back to the overgeneralizing thing. I don't believe. All white people are evil, and some people just like think I'm like the worst person ever because I, I just don't, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't feel like hating everybody today. Like this, yeah, to spread love, peace, and prosperity. Y'all here to start arguments for no reason. 
Y'all here to be like, oh no, my people did this. Oh, my people did this. They can't do this. And they can't do this. They can't do this. And like, and why would they be able to do this? And I'm like, bro. Mm-hmm. Fucking human, bro. Like, <laughs> what's the deal, bro? Like, y'all just as bad as the white people right now. Like, y'all just, y'all really just sound like super hateful. Like, y'all, I'm pretty sure y'all saw the same way Klansman sounds right now, bro. Yeah, if you're out here talking like, oh, white people like this, white people can't do this, white people are evil, white people are the demons, this, that, a third. And do not get me wrong. In history, (laughs) white people have been uh, a part of a lot of not so great things. Mm, So is everybody, you know? Yeah. (laughs) But I'm talking, but white people, I don't know. And and this is like this is the same history that's taught around the world, like it's not taught here, but mm-hmm. like like in like in Europe, not probably not even Europe because they're all white, but um, <laughs> um <laughs> like let me stop overgeneralizing. Yeah, um, I think oh, oh, oh real quick, I'm just putting them together. I think yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of different white people, you know, not just talking about personalities, but I'm talking about like. White people come from different places. I also think it's very overgeneralistic to call a person a white person and believe that all white people are bad when there are white people who've, who've lived their entire lives like in certain societies where there was no slavery of black people. You know, they lived amongst themselves. They, they may not be familiar with black people that much, but they have no personal quarrel with us because they, they come from uh, white societies that have never even come across with black people so why should we hate them you know there's different yeah. all white people do not come from europe that's not how that works <laughs> all people who look white you know like just like all people who look um black don't come from africa automatically that's not how that works <laughs> oh you know? yeah i remember a lot of kids at our school will be like oh he's from um nigeria or he's yeah. from here. he's from here like no i'm i'm jamaican um, I'm not this Nigerian, this like because they used to call me Kutukente. Oh no, no, everybody that doesn't know um, about our school, um, we all, everybody in that my class went to the same middle school, so forth and so on. Only the black kids were the ones to really just like tear into me about my skin color. Like white people did not care, bro. They were just like, "Hey, what's up, Jamal?" <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like what's going on, bro. Like they were real chill. None of them tried to attack me. I've gotten beaten up because I because I was um dark by black kids, and I'm sitting here looking like, bro. And I, I'm sure they didn't think about that, but the whole shaming people that are darker than you—that's an idea that came from slavery times in America, formed by white people racist white people so the fact that like you know uh, black people shame other black people that are darker than them that is inherently a white supremacist idea that you're that you're expressing on somebody who is exactly like you with slightly different genes like we're supposed to be allies in this um so why are you using white supremacist ideas when they hate you too nigga they don't yeah. care like, <laughs> like you being a real uncle ruckus right now my nigga like, <laughs> yeah. and I, I i get it like people you know you're not necessarily educated in middle school of course not but 
that there's certain conversation like if I was a, uh, you know, a parent, that's one of the first ones I would have with my son or daughter that, you know, if white people aren't allowed to be racist against you because of your skin color, you're definitely not allowed to go around calling other black people racist names because he's slightly darker than you, you stupid bitch. I mean, like, I wouldn't call him stupid bitch, but that gets me so heated. <laughs> like, yeah. And then they they real deal just be like, oh, white people are this, that, and the third. Like, yeah, but if, if we're going by the same logic and how I should hate white people, shouldn't that make me also hate black people? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if we're going by that logic. Yeah. I mean, if you, if, if you were just supposed to hate everyone who's done you wrong, then we would have more enemies and friends. That's yeah. not, you're not supposed to. I mean, uh, like whatever your personal beliefs are, like morality and religion aside, if you want to live your entire life being hateful, that's that's your decision. But see where that gets yeah. you, you know. Exactly. <laughs> see where that gets you. It's not anywhere good. I promise you. <laughs> so I mean, it's also like a thing of like, um, uh, some white people need to be reminded that slavery is a thing. Some white people don't. Some white people just want to move past it, and I completely understand that. And some white people are acting like it never existed. And neither of them were the correct answer. (laughs) I mean, like, I mean, I guess moving past it would be the correct answer. But the thing that's holding us from moving past it are the people that are acting like it never existed. Are the people that think it's okay to just say whatever you want, do whatever you want. Like, like, I know I'm not your slave, but you still can't call me a nigga. And that's never going to be okay. So, like, and you should get that through your thick skull. <laughs> like, like, they really want to say the word that badly. Like, yeah. bro, like, you calm down. Like, <laughs> if it's just the word, then why do you want to say it so I think bad? It gives like, some, I think they're ancestors. Like, <laughs> they, it gives them some adrenaline like, hey, rush when they say it. <laughs> they legit, like, get one for the team, bro. Let it <laughs> We may have lost the war, but we're going to win this fight. Like, no. Man. I just want to see what all the hoopla's about, you know? Yeah, <laughs> oh, man. I feel like if white people were allowed to say that word, they'll just turn it into a, a negative thing again. Yeah. Like, now black people use it as a greeting. You know, mm-hmm. we use it as a, hey, what up, nigga, or what up, my friend, or what up, my jigger, or whatever white people like to yeah. turn it into. But it's still just us like greeting each other like we're not trying to be negative with it we're just being us mm-hmm. which is like that's um i think one thing that well we have five minutes left but i'm gonna get to this real quick uh, how do you feel about uh i have a question for you how do you feel about black culture like the culture that popularizes itself on world star but you know the culture that like you know the the gang culture but like do you think that it's appropriate for that thing to exist. Do you think it gives black people a bad name? Do you think it should give black people a bad name? So, I feel like there's a difference. There's black people, and then there's niggas. Um, <laughs> I thought you were using a derogatory term. <laughs> yeah, but not even a derogatory term. You like you? We're talking about ignorant black people yeah. who don't know how to handle themselves. So mm-hmm. they well, they were never taught. So I feel like when I see when I see black girls out here twerking at a at a at a um, at a restaurant, and 
and like they're out here doing all this, shaking their butt and all that stuff, which is fine. You at a party, you feel like shaking it, do what you gotta do, bro. But there's a time and a place for everything. I should mm-hmm. not have to worry about um seeing um some guy shirtless and with a with a fitted hat on and saggy jeans at a at a Publix. Like I shouldn't have <laughs> to do that, bro. <laughs> Like I'm just oh, saying, yeah. there's certain things that like that niggas mm-hmm. that really just mess it up for everybody else because like 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 I'm talking about like there there are some decent um like strong black uh women out there who who don't show their body all the time who don't treat men like crap who don't say oh niggas ain't this. And um, oh, all niggas don't care. Take care of their kids, or this kind of thing. Like I believe they're out there, but these niggas out here, like, <laughs> y'all got going on, bro. Like y'all, like we were once a united community. Like nobody could break us up, and I feel like we still are that today, but not to the degree that we were. Mm-hmm. We used to call each other brothers and sisters. Now we call each other bitches and niggas. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's facts. <laughs> because, yeah. like, people really do. Like, I don't understand why people can be so hateful. And, and y'all, y'all got things in common. Like, y'all real deal. Like, y'all together trying to both make it. And you're going to bring this other person down because you don't like them. Or, or you don't think they're worthy. Like fuck wrong with you. <laughs> mhm. Yep, I think that is that's pretty true. I also think that like um, actually, well, we're we're closing the end of it. Well, any closing thoughts? <laughs> well, go ahead and say what you're gonna say because I, I'm I'm gonna end it in the same way. All right, all right. So um, I think there's a, there's a certain way to like dress respectfully. I think it's like just that's a culture thing. Um, uh, and I think that black people. The sometimes the way we dress is the exact opposite of like dressing appropriately because the people that made those rules for us, they like, you know, they're the people that ran the country at the time were the white people. And so to get back at them when we had our freedom, we would just be the antithesis of that and mm-hmm. dress however we want to and do the exact opposite. And I think that when what what are they supposed to think about us when we show them that we are that we're never going to be what they consider respectable in the way that we dress and like treat ourselves in public, you know? Yeah. So I really yeah, want to get that out there. All right. Well, thank you, Jalen, for coming on the podcast. Yeah. 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 The podcast. Don't call me Snickers. <laughs> you better not call me Snickers. Yeah, let me catch you call me Snickers, bro. We are going outside, homie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Um thank you everybody for listening. Um thank you for um thank you again, Jalen, for participating in the in the podcast. I know mm-hmm. it's not easy. Some people get a little bit nervous. I'm glad you were down for the uh down for the clown. Yeah, really? no problem, man. Anytime. Or when I'm off. Well, as I said before, thank you guys for listening, and I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.